Welcome into Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now here are your hosts, Jeff and Nicole Essig. All right, welcome back into the Fitness Fanatics. Top of the hour here. Um, we're joined in studio by Rudy Longoria. We're going to talk all things Longoria's here over this next segment. Cool. Um, we were talking in the, the first segment that we had Rudy on about him growing up with Taekwondo and yep. how that kind of impacted him. So now we want to talk about their business, yep. um, what they do. So I'm just going to kind of turn it over to him. Um, Nicole, do you have any questions to start off for Rudy? Or, no, or? were you going to read our... Oh, yeah. So we do have a text. Yeah. Um, Crowbait texted in. Um, and I waited. He texted in a while, but I waited to read this because this ties in with our segment. So mm-hmm. he had texted in that he started martial arts when I was four. Cool. Joined Taekwondo, got my first degree black belt in 95 when I was 10. Oh, that was, would have been a great year. We're winning national championships. <laughs> Probate's getting his black belt. I mean, what a time to be alive back then. <laughs> Stayed with it until third degree black belt and eventually stopped. Mm-hmm. And and he regretted it, re- regretted stopping. Yep. Helps with discipline, yep. hand-eye coordination, and in more than one way when I played sports. I Highly recommend parents just seeing if their kids are interested. So mm-hmm. thanks, Crowbay, for texting in. Yeah. Appreciate you guys texting. It's nice to know we have listeners. So <laughs> Yes, live listeners. Yeah, live listeners. That so was what good. I was going to – I was going to – that ties in because I was going to ask you. You said yeah. you played other sports I too. Did. How yep. do you think that that kind of helped you, oh. how your taekwondo helped you in your other sports and oh, stuff? Or what did you yeah. play? So I – well, I guess in elementary and middle school, I kind of did a little bit of everything. And my my dad wishes I would have stuck with it more and did it when I was younger more. But I wrestled throughout mm-hmm. kind of middle and high school and stuff, and I was I was good, but I wasn't probably where I could have been if I would have done it like I did taekwondo and stuff. And so that's one thing that we kind of both regret is I don't. Why was I playing basketball? I'm yeah, not, right. you know what I mean. Like <laughs> my parents are five four. I'm not gonna be. So I'm <laughs> yeah. only five ten anyways. So it's. But anyways, he's like we should. I I wish I would have done that too. But otherwise, I played lacrosse throughout mm-hmm. middle high school, and then I played it at UNL um oh, cool. and so those were the, kind of the two biggest ones and lacrosse really was the the one that I stuck with too and that was so much fun and I think the the biggest thing with me is having the stick in my hand kind of felt natural because we use mm-hmm. kind of weapons all the time anyway so that kind of helped and kind of my hands I took face-offs which in lacrosse is kind of like hockey where they drop the puck down where instead the ball's already set and then you have the two opposing players put kind of the head of their stick where the net is on the line and then the ref will put the ball down and then he'll step back and blow the whistle and so you have to kind of time it and so as soon as the whistle blows you can clamp it you got two guys coming in on each wing and try to get the ball out so that was that helped I think with mm-hmm. that um, but I think the the part of me kind of sticking with the sports is kind of what I you know no matter how tired or hard it was the you know the discipline that mm-hmm. taekwondo had taught me and if it gets hard kind of suck it up no matter what so. yeah so let's talk cool, cool. about that so the different programs yep. longoria's offer i mean all okay. of our listeners they like you know might not want to do taekwondo themselves yeah. but a lot of them mm-hmm. have kids yep mm-hmm. and you know some kids yep. don't want to do team sports and right. stuff like that right so what does longoria's offer right um you know for, for kids out there that are, look, we want to keep them out of trouble. For kids. <laughs> yes. So for kids, we have Taekwondo. Obviously, that's kind of our biggest program. We also have kind of 
a jujitsu program that we kind of let some teens come in too. So we have jujitsu for kids and we have uh, for teens and kids and then we have taekwondo for kids. Um, and I think, I mean, some teens can maybe do some Krav Maga. It depends on how old or how big they are because we have Krav Maga for adults as well. And so we do have some parents who kind of come in with their kids and kind of vice versa. It's kind of some family like a dad and a mom and a daughter or a dad mm-hmm. and a daughter or a dad mm-hmm. and a son. Okay, um, so they can do it together. Right, yeah. Okay, cool. Mainly, and I think that one would be if, you know, our our age, I think, is 16 for them to do Krav. Um, but so if they're a little bit younger, but they're close and if the parent wants to do it as well and the kid doesn't want to do Taekwondo, um, then we'll be like, okay, well you have to go kind of have to go with your parent until Mm -hmm. you at least turn a certain age, then we'll let you go with other people. Yeah. So what's the, what's the difference like between, like you said, Taekwondo, Jiu-Jitsu and Krav Maga? Right. So we have, so all of kind of all of our programs that we offer, we have Krav Maga, which is, uh, and is the Israeli commandos, which is their kind of military, mm-hmm. um, it's their hand-to-hand kind of combat system. So we have Krav Maga, we have Taekwondo, we have Jiu-Jitsu, we have kind of the aerobic kickboxing stuff. Mm-hmm. We have Pilates and bar classes, and then we have we do have like an MMA team. So the Jiu-Jitsu kind of goes into that. Where then we do Jiu-Jitsu, and then they go and do stand-up stuff. So then I'll be there like stand-up coach so instead of like aerobic kickboxing like action like fighting kickboxing yeah. i guess mm-hmm. is the difference yeah so um is that all that we have it might be all that we have so <laughs> yeah yeah that's cool so taekwondo is a good starting point for absolutely. kids yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah we we take kids as young as four years old mm-hmm. um and we do get a lot of it, it's helped me i think with really my focus and kind of my attention when i was growing up mm-hmm. and kind of the discipline of i would you know, teachers going into school, it's just kind of funny now that I do teach in elementary schools now too, kind of seeing the difference of kind of how my parents told me to really behave in Taekwondo should be the same way that I should behave in school, which is the same way I should behave in at home. And well, I think that's a huge misconception too about Taekwondo about that. It's not about violence or fighting. No, yeah. So like if you talk to the people who, maybe think that that's what it is and they're like yeah. i don't know if my like me who's so i'm gonna go cobra kai exactly right? like i'm gonna not go, like cobra kai that's right. gonna be something that that I'll, I'll probably bring up a lot is mm-hmm. is it's not it's not the all valley right champion like you don't it's not you're Sweet training for one leg. tournament a year and that's that's yeah. it like you're it's yeah. yeah no you're not gonna be in trouble if you don't win it no <laughs> um i think at our school maybe like two percent of them do tournaments mm-hmm. and so it's really to kind of build their self-confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get them out there on the floor. That's really the hardest part is once they they come in, the kids, whether it's like a, a teen, we get a bunch of teens that come in as well too who maybe self-confidence is kind of something that everyone oh, is working absolutely. on. Mm-hmm. So it, it it really, we try to try to build the confidence as best we can. Behavior, um, maybe kids acting out for one parent but not the other parent or at school, whatever it is, we my dad has gotten some calls from schools saying that they have heard that this program would be good for the kid, and mm-hmm. yeah. so then we're like, yeah, we have a trial week. Go ahead and we'll so try what about you. taekwondo makes is that different <clears throat> than an, another sport about basketball or what? Because there's a lot of traditions right. involved in taekwondo too. Is that right. part of it, or what do you think the difference is? I think the difference is because taekwondo is a martial art, and martial mm-hmm. meaning military, and then the art meaning the actual fancy part of it is. The first part is the military part, so mm-hmm. we want them to 
we make everybody bow when they come in We make everybody say yes sir or yes ma'am and really just that part of all right once you step on the mat like you're this is you're we're not kind of messing around Mm -hmm. i mean we can have fun but it's i'm your teacher you're the student i'll listen to you but i'm in charge Mm -hmm. and so kind of getting them to understand that really answering yes sir yes ma'am and just being okay with doing that is really the the big thing and then the more and more that they do it hopefully kind of our mindset is the more and more they do it with us they should do it you know yes mom yes dad Mm -hmm. um yes whatever the teacher's name is right away um whereas in other sports i i i felt like in lacrosse yeah it was a team sport but we just we wanted to win you know what i mean yeah so whereas in taekwondo i don't care if you win or lose anything you don't have to do any tournaments yeah exactly it's it's Mm -hmm. really you against yourself like Mm -hmm. how how do you want to do it what are you going to put into it and as far as the kids if you really want to some kids really they want to get better or are they just doing it to do it mom or dad want them to do it whatever it is yeah they're there we're gonna whatever effort they kind of put in that's so we really kind of we do put it on the kids sometimes as well too like hey mm-hmm. we have testing coming up but you don't have your stripes you've been in class but you don't you don't have them it's not that i haven't given them to you right so then if they don't kind of show us that effort or if they're not doing the whole kind of military part where they are listening they're paying attention because there's 30 40 kids in a class at a time mm-hmm. and it is hard yeah. i get it um but if they're not at least giving us the effort then we're not going to give them the reward for it so mm-hmm. I think that aspect really just builds the the whole, oh, I actually have to be, I have to do this for real. Like, I can't just write and, and, and learning give you how to focus. Exactly. Yeah. And kind of focus on the type. teacher, whoever's yeah. in charge, whether it's, whether it's, it's mom, it's dad, it's, it's myself, it's my mom, it's my dad, it's any of our other instructors, whether it be young, older, mm-hmm. whatever. I think the hard part is getting the kids to listen to different instructors mm-hmm. like my dad my everyone listens to him he's pretty he's he'll <laughs> scare you whatever um some don't listen to other instructors that we have we have a couple of female instructors some of the kids maybe gravitate towards her more mm-hmm. just because and so we kind of work around that and whatever the kid needs we kind of we help just in order to do what we need to do what kind of mom or dad wants us to really work for whether it's they won't listen to mom. So right. then, okay, perfect. So then we have yeah. Miss Bethany work with that kid, mm-hmm. you know, so to get them like, you got to listen. We got to listen to everybody. So. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you talk about like the forms and stuff that yep. they learn, that's just yep. a like repetition, right? They're just, yep. they're practicing constantly like the same thing. Exactly. In a class of like 30 to 40 kids, mm-hmm. are they all working on the same forms yep. or are they... Like what happens if one is progressing faster or right. one is not, or, you know what I mean? How right. that yep. seems like that would be really hard. To yeah. And, and we kind of, we do, we can, we can kind of tell which kids are moving faster than others. Yeah. And so the, all nine belts, they only have to learn three forms. So mm-hmm. we kind of narrowed it down a little bit. Okay. We didn't want to make them learn nine forms. So all white, orange and yellow belts do the same form and we kind of just build off of it. Mm-hmm. So then camel belts, green belts and purple belts will do the same form that white, orange and yellow are doing. But then they learn another, let's say, 18 moves. Mm-hmm. And then blue, brown, and red do that part one, part two. Then they learn their own 18 moves. Mm-hmm. So they already should know yeah. most of the form by the time they get to it. Um, but if they are moving slower, then we do kind of separate into a couple of different groups. where We keep kind of bigger kids together who are getting it down, mm-hmm. smaller kids together. But we, it's still in the same class. And so thankfully, we were fortunate enough to have a couple instructors per class that 
we can split it up if we need to. Yeah. Um, but rarely do we go, okay, we got to take you kind of one-on-one. If we do need to do that, then we use one of our like junior leader instructors or one of our oh, team sure. instructors that can take that kid and go, okay, can you just work with them on, on mm-hmm. this just to get them down so I can put them back into the group so they're not like, what am right. I doing? I'm just yeah, following along. Yeah, because I think that's, you know, for me going in in school, I was, yeah. I'm not competitive. And right. it really was until I was an adult that I learned and started Ferrell's that I, there's a difference between being athletic and being competitive. Right. And yeah. I mean, it took me to, oh, yeah. to, until I was a grown adult to realize that. And then, and so now I think that would have been a great, you know, maybe you have, a, or even Ben, you know, we talked about how our son, mm-hmm. we had him in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Well, we came from a huge wrestling school mm-hmm. in Iowa. Southeast Polk. Southeast Polk is a huge wrestling yeah. school. A lot of kids go from Southeast yeah. Polk to Iowa to right. big programs, right. um, wrestling programs. And Ben just did not have that. And you could tell immediately, right. like he didn't have oh, yeah. it. And so it was almost <laughs> like there's this giant room and he didn't he didn't love it he didn't have the that you know killer instinct right and yeah. so then it became we didn't want ben to be the one holding right. back other kids right you know right. right but i feel like that would maybe would have been a good alternative for him right you know martial arts instead right. so he could feel like he you know yeah and norm norm's listening is probably like i know why didn't you guys ever put Ben uh, in I my know. type? Right, I know. Yeah. We have one of our right. we we moved here from Iowa, and one of our <clears throat> instructors at Farrell's in Altoona has a taekwondo. Uh, yeah, for friends, it's yeah. a taekwondo place in Altoona, and he's probably like, "Well, I never put Ben in right. taekwondo." Well, because then he got older, and you know, just kind of life gets in the way. It, we're it, not it, big it, sports family. Like yeah. kids, our kids were never really big in sports. Yeah, yeah. But I think yeah. that'd be and good you, for kids. Oh yeah, and I, and we do get there are absolutely some kids that are more athletic and some that are not. And we don't, I think, I think if we were to kind of split them apart based off of that, that would totally crush their confidence. And so we keep everybody together and, Mm -hmm. um, we want to make sure that they're, if some kids are moving faster, then in order to kind of make them work a little bit harder is we'll give them a certain, maybe a younger student go, Hey, can you go and work with so-and-so? They just need to follow you through the form. Can you do that? So then we can see how is how is this older kid's leadership skills yeah. progressing, and is is this younger kid able to listen to another student rather than an instructor? Yeah. So then it just kind of gives us a an, an outlook on that. I was thinking so. that too. How that might be a totally different scenario yep. where in sports you're the star athlete right. and you're it's dependent on you mm-hmm. to carry the team. Exactly. Where with taekwondo it's a little more like you're the star. Well, that just means you become more of a leader right. and then you're giving oh, back exactly. instead of just take, you know, just yep. have, and so I, I yep. like that concept too. That's yep. very different than like organize other organized sports. And I think, I think it's the kind of the look on the kids faces when we ask them to go and help some younger kid is mm-hmm. it's never usually like, no, I don't want to do it. It's always like, yeah, let me, let me go and do it. Like I want to, yeah. what can I do? Like, yep. Let me lead the group. Let's, we got to work our way there. So yeah. let's start with one kid first and see how, if they're doing a good job, then awesome. Um, and then that kind of gives my dad and I a sense of, Hey, could this student potentially be one of our, like get actually on a junior leader program? And mm-hmm. I think you would be fantastic leading a class. Yep. And so we kind of just go from there. But I think really if mom or dad bring them in because their self-confidence issues or because of their confidence issues or because of their discipline, whatever it is, that discipline of having that younger kid or even older kid getting taught by a younger kid is usually harder too, because they're older, but they're not as high of a belt. Mm-hmm. And so the respect goes both ways, right? We, we have a saying at, at, at our black belt testings is as a black belt, we, we are, have the responsibility of we're at the top of the ladder. 
but we can't forget to pay respect to those who are holding the ladder down mm-hmm. at the bottom for us, meaning the white belts. Yeah. So if I treat everybody above me with respect, nobody below me, well, these people aren't going to want to listen to me. Like yeah. I'm, I'm just, so I have to pay just as much as respect to the ninth degrees and the white belts. Which because, is so helpful in your whole life. Yeah. Anytime you get a job, if you work in a company, it's going to yeah. be the same way. You can't be a leader. Exactly. It has that, like you said, the respect has to go both ways. Well, so yeah. I think it's Speaking a great of way. respect, Crobate texted in and said, also teaches respect and work ethic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. for me as, as a parent, of, you know, I'm not me as a parent, us, <laughs> as parents of two kids. Well, we are both parents. The, the we one, parent differently. One, <laughs> so. The one thing that like my parents really, especially my mom, mm-hmm. You know, my parents got divorced when I was two. My mom, growing up, she worked two jobs. Mm-hmm. She was a waitress. I mean, she probably worked 70 hours a week. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my dad, too, obviously worked and provided. Right. But right. work ethic was the one thing they instilled right. in me. Right. So both of our kids, they're hard workers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like our daughter yeah. had the same job for four years. She never missed a day for being right. sick. She, I mean, yeah. you know, and our son just started. He works mm-hmm. at Culver's, mm-hmm. um, you know, he, and he's does very good job. Right. So I think that the the respect and work ethic is, is two huge things to teach kids. Because oh, yeah. when you get older, oh yeah, those two things yeah. go a long way. Everywhere, if you don't, yeah. if you don't go to college or you don't, you know, if you have a great work ethic, oh yeah, and you're a hard worker, that's yeah. going to take you. Oh yeah, a lot. If you, Farther well, sometimes than a degree, just because you put the time in for school yeah. or whatever. Yes, so it goes, yeah, for I sure. do. I do. Yeah, that's something that my mom and dad have always kind of taught me. And my dad, they never let me get away with kind of anything. Mm-hmm. You know, our our there's our rule in the school, and my dad has kind of lived by the entire time too. Is just whining and crying is going to get you what you want. Like, yeah, I, I had to work for it, and that's what we kind of tell our kids. Like, hey, you can. I don't. You can. It's okay to cry. It's okay right. to be yeah. upset. Right. However. I I will help you like get through this and it's my my job is to teach you and my job is to, I will not let you fail. Mm-hmm. So the whining and crying isn't going to solve it. Get what you need out and then let's get back to work. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. Yep. Let's just keep and that's keep life. that perseverance going. Like yeah. you just got to keep going no matter what. Yep. So yeah. and if these kids can get that then they can get through anything so. Mhm. That's awesome. All right. We up against yeah. the break here? Yeah. All right. We'll yeah. take a break. Perfect time. Uh, we'll continue on with Rudy. If you have any questions, I appreciate all the text and comments. Mm-hmm. 402-464-5685. You can reach us on the Starter Heyman text line. We'll be right back with Rudy Longoria on 93.7 The Ticket.